Hello and welcome to the Takanong Southern Cross Basketball Stadium as we get set for what is a top of the table clash here in the Australian Defence Force WNBL. It is a big match between the home team, the Canberra Transact Capitals and the Townsville Fire. Craig Ravel in the chair along with Michelle Hocking and Michelle, it is a really much anticipated clash, the undefeated Townsville going up against the 4-1 Capitals. Absolutely, top of the table clash and a game that's going to be looking, being looked at with a lot of interest around the league. As you said, Townsville are sitting on top of the ladder and the Capitals are in second place. Some pundits would say that Townsville haven't really played anyone yet, so this is a real test for them. And, and having said that, I saw them in the pre-season when they knocked off the Capitals and I was impressed with the way that they played the game, um, particularly their defensive intensity and the way that they just disrupted groups was very impressive. And talking to the coach before the game, Peter Buckle, former Canberra Transact Capital assistant coach, he was talking about how the group is just continuing to gel and really starting to become a solid unit as a group. I said four and one. I should be corrected. It's five and one as the Caps go into this round and it is a big game for Coach Kerry Graff who is having a great honour. Her 250th game coaching this evening. That's, I know, and what an what a outstanding record she has, you know, and I, she actually said before the game that she would have preferred to actually be sitting and watching some of these one-on-one match-up contests, but uh, I said to her, Carrie, we want you there coaching tonight, so uh, it's a great honour for her. It is indeed a great honour as the teams get introduced and a good crowd still rolling in as we are, well, still a goodly time away from a start here, but it is an opportune time because you had a chance to catch up with not only former Canberra Transact Capital, Tally Bevilacqua, but Jess Bibby, an important out tonight in the scheme of this game. Absolutely. She's resting tonight. She feels good, but uh, has been rested tonight and... You know, she's been providing some great minutes and some real spark for the Capitals and we know how dangerous she can be. So a big loss for the Capitals, but I think they've got the firepower to be able to um, still produce the ball. Well, the Caps getting introduced tonight and uh, we're expecting a sellout. You also had a chance to speak to the two coaches, as you mentioned, and whilst the uh, teams complete their introduction and we have the national anthems here at the Southern Cross Stadium, we'll hear from Tully, Jess and the two coaches. Tully, congratulations on the um, Olympic Games and a silver medal. That must be probably one of the highlights of your career. I mean, definitely, because of the magnitude of, you know, the Olympics. I mean, it's, it's watched all around the world. I mean, the World Championships was, was pretty much up there too, but obviously not on the scale to that of the Olympics. So, I, you know, I just still reflect on it and um, just have a lot of great memories. Fantastic, and you do have a lot of great memories over your career. What would you... Okay, the Olympics is up there. That has to be there. World Championships, WNBA uh, Championships. When you think about your career in Australia, what do you think is the highlight for you, sort of on on home soil, if you like? Well, I mean, I guess there have been a couple of highlights. I mean, I still remember the very first time I stepped out onto the court for the Perth Breakers. Um, I think it was all of 30 seconds, but I racked up about 3,000 and felt like I was running backwards. So that's kind of still memorable for me. Um, also, being able to play with 
probably the person that I looked up to as, as a junior, and that was Michelle Timms. Um, she was my role model, and I had the opportunity to play alongside her and against her, and um, you know that certainly helped my game, and I did kind of model my game around hers initially. And then definitely uh, coming to the Caps and, and being involved with the championship wins. Um, I was in Perth for the 92 championship, but I had injured myself. So I, it's hard to say that you're a part of it, I guess, you know, when, when you're not actually out there playing. But to be a part of the Caps back-to-back wins was, uh, was pretty special. And, and I guess the second one, the first one with, with Lauren Jackson was special. The second one without her was was. I guess even more special probably because no one picked us to win without Lauren Jackson. Right. And you talked about Timsy. She's in retirement. She's gone on to a coaching career and she's working in the media, which you're starting to dabble in. What do you see in the future? You're going to stay involved in the game, obviously, but what do you see happening for yourself? Well, the next year, possibly two years, I, um, I'm kind of in semi-retirement, I guess. I, um, I, I do see myself going back to the WNBA for definitely one more year, possibly two. I am, as you said, I'm slowly uh, easing on into the media. Um, I would definitely like to go down that road probably before I venture into the coaching side. So at this point of time, finish out my career whilst trying to dabble in a bit of the media when I come back from WNBA, staying involved with the ABC and uh, beyond that maybe looking at coaching, but uh, not straight away any. Okay, and tonight's game, can I just ask you, I mean, it must be hard sitting on the sidelines and watching when you're such a, I mean, your passion for the game and the way that you throw yourself into a game, it must be hard on the sidelines for you at the moment. Well, it's actually the opposite for me right now. I am thoroughly enjoying watching. I have not been getting any itchy feet to, to get out there, which tells me that I made the right decision in, in retiring from the WNBL. I'm, I'm anxious. I'm looking forward to this game because... Hopefully it'll live up to the hype because you've got the top two teams, you've got a superstar in Rahani Cox playing, I mean, Natty Hurst is playing great basketball, and and so there's a lot in this game which I hope will, will be delivered tonight, so... It's hard though. I've got to make. Sh- I've got to remind myself when I'm working for the ABC, I, I can't be biased, and uh, and and so I have to be careful at times, not applauding some of the plays. I guess for the Canberra Capitals. Understandable. Now, just um, you touched on tonight's clash is going to be good. What do you see? I mean, talking about the women's league in Australia generally, we, you know, we've got great standard, we've got great players. It's a great breeding ground for international players, but. I think we've got two Opals playing at the moment in Australia and, I mean, part of that's about money. What do you think in the future? Will we see our players returning to the shores for the WNBL season? Well, I guess it, it, it may come down to whether or not the WNBL change their, their seasons. Um, I don't think you'll get too many other Opal players staying in Australia whilst the season is being played in the summer because it does conflict with Europe, which is where most of your money is made. And so... You know, maybe that's one area that can be addressed. Um, but it is great having Christy Harrow back in the league and, and obviously Rahani Cox, as we just talked about. But, you know, Christy has just come in and, and just shown that she is one of the best point guards or why she is one of the best point guards in the, in the, in the world. Um, and I have thoroughly enjoyed my time as, as being a backup point guard to her. And um, so, you know, unfortunately it does come down, now, does come down to dollars and cents. Um, but it won't change in the near future. I can probably safely bet on that. 
Well, that's right, because when you first started playing, when I was coaching, it was a winner competition, and um, everyone stayed in Australia, and you were one of the trailblazers to go overseas. So I think the one positive about it, though, it just goes to show that females now can play professional basketball and make a living out of it. So, if anything, that's probably the, the one positive that you can take from it. Thanks a lot for your time, Tally, and we'll let you get to work. Oh, it's my pleasure. Obviously not uh, suiting up tonight, just still carrying that injury from last week. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's frustrating because it's, it's only a fairly minor injury and, you know, if, I think if it was anywhere else in the body, I'd probably be able to, I guess, conceal it a little bit more and, and be, able to, be able to play. But being on the shoulder, there's, there's sort of nowhere to hide, really. You know, coming off screens or trying to get through screens and rebounding and boxing out and just all those, those little things. Um, you know, if I, if I took a hit, it's going to set me back a little bit. So, you know, better to rest tonight. And will you be going to uh, the Gold Coast on Sunday? Are you back up against Logan on Sunday, or is that an unknown at this stage? Um, I'm hoping so. Um, unfortunately, it's, it's not my decision. If it was my decision, I would have um, played tonight. But uh, you know, I'm, hope, I'm hoping that I'll be able to go. You know, it's nearly, it's almost 48 hours until until that game. So I'm hoping that I'll be able to recover enough to be able to play in that game. I guess it's you know early in the season, so you want to play it a little. Well, the coach might want to play it a bit safe and have you coming down the stretch, not carrying an injury still. Yeah, look, I mean that's it's it's a you know just being a little bit cautious, not playing tonight, and as, as, you know it's frustrating. I you know no one likes to miss games, and especially when I, you know I, I feel pretty good. So, but I guess you know being early in the season, you can afford to maybe sit out one, and you know because if, if I was to get hit, I could be out for a little bit longer, and you know that. Hopefully, uh, you know, this is going to help me for the rest of the season. Thanks for your time, Jess. Peter Buckle, I've, got a, I've been instructed to ask you a question from Craig Ravelli. He wants to know what it's like to coach in Canberra with Annika Kerr in your team. It's great. <laughs> it's, it's certainly... Uh, I'm very happy to have her in my team rather than an opposition's team. There's no doubt about that. Right. OK, you guys are travelling pretty well at the start of the season, sitting on top of the ladder, and uh, I saw your pre-season form was pretty good as well. You've been happy with the way the group's going? Yeah, look, we've had a really good start. Uh, and it's important, we think, to get off to a good start. And, uh, yeah, we, we've carried on. We've, we've uh, gelled pretty well and we've, we've, we've come together pretty well. So it's, uh, it's been a good start. And tonight uh, against Canberra, we get a, a good test of how we fit overall. And so what do you think the key is for the game tonight? Is it, you know, really about defensive intensity for you and let the offence come? Or what, what's the philosophy you're taking into the yeah, game? Look, you've you got a team that scores 80-plus points a game. If, if they're scoring 80-plus points, that's not a good game for us. So, uh, yeah, we've got to lock them down. And then, and, then, and then we've got to be attacking offensively. OK, and Rowani Cox is obviously key for you guys. She really gives you some spark. And, and she's, I think she's developed as a leader in the last season or two. So, I mean, it's a big game for her, isn't it? Yeah, look, well, you know, it, it is, it's a tough test for her, you know, but that's what champions do. That's what great players do. And great players get up for, for big games. This is a big game. Absolutely. And uh, Amy Lewis has been having a pretty good uh, season for you guys. Yeah, look, she, she's, a, she's been a really nice find for us, you know, out of the college system in Hamilton, Vic, country Victoria originally, out of the college system in the United States. Uh, and she's, you know, look, she's learning so much about the game and playing senior hoop in the WNBL. But it's, it, we're, we're lucky to have her. She has been a good find, and I guess Jennifer Krause, of course, is always good for you guys, so she's continuing her form. Yeah, look, she's had a rock-solid start to the season. You know, she's a, and she's a, great, you know, she's a great person, a great leader. She works hard, and that's why she plays so consistently and, and, and is a major part of what we do. And in terms of key matchups, Natty Hurst is having a pretty good start to the season. Who are you going to throw on her? And uh, obviously, Canberra's got some big... How are you going to match up against that? Yeah, look, Canberra are a big team, there's no doubt about that. 
So we've got to be, you know, disruptive defensively on that and, and uh, uh, get after them. But, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to uh, Natty and Flanagan going at it. It will be a good match one. We'll look at it with interest and good luck for the game. Yeah, thanks, Michelle. Graffy, big game for you guys tonight. Top of the table clash. Yeah, it is. Look, you know, we've had, uh, you know, we've had a pretty good run so far and, and some good opponents. I mean, we've been on the road a fair bit. Um, played some, you know, playoff opponents. I mean, Sydney twice, Berlin, I think they're going to be playoff teams. And in my mind, Towns are going to be a playoff team. You know, they haven't been in the playoffs for quite a while, but I think with Bucks coaching, they've got a great shot of being a legit playoff team this year. And they picked up uh, Amy Lewis out of the college season. She's having a good season. Obviously, Rowani Cox, Jen Krause, they've got some uh, good equipment out on the floor, so to speak. Yeah, they do. I mean, I, you know, they're a little bit like us. They've got a really good mix of, of quicks, athleticism, great size. Um, they like to run and defend, as do we. So I think it's a, you know, clash of some similar styles. And, you know, I mean, I think Bucks, like I said, he's been with us a long time. I think he's doing a great job with them. You can really see his imprint on them. Um, you know, this is going to be a playoff-type game. I think they beat us in the preseason. We got them three times this year. We got to make sure we get the split and start it tonight at home. And in terms of Caps, good game last last week out of you guys. Great form from Natty Hurst and Tracy Beatty. I thought started to find some form. Yeah, she did. Look, Tracy started the season great. She had a corker against Bulleen in the in the opening round. Natty, I think, is really finding her feet as a starting point guard and being herself. You know, she's a scoring point guard. Um, I think Bishop's been wonderful, a double-double week in, week out, and her game's still evolving. Muscle White's still growing with this. You know, I think it's going to be great matchups. Muscle White and Abrams on, on Cox, that's going to be great to watch. Krause and Beattie going out at the other end. I mean, this is a game filled with all those things. I wish I wasn't coaching. I wish I could sit, sit back and watch the one-on-one contest. It would be good if you could, but we want you sitting where you are. Thanks for your time, Graf. Thank you. Coach Graf talking to Michelle Hocking and... Uh, well, Michelle, you can tell it's a big game. The crowd's rolling in and not quite uh, sell out just yet, but still, crowd rolling in and we're two minutes away from tip-off. Yeah, and I think the crowd will continue to roll on, roll in because there's a lot of junior games happening in the other courts tonight in the stadium, so they'll probably sort of float in after their game and what have you. But it's going to be a huge night. It's going to be some great basketball, some terrific matchups, and uh, I'm excited. I think this is probably going to be the best game that we've had in Canberra this season, and I'm looking forward to, to um, you know, to some really great women's basketball of high quality and. I just love watching Rowani Cox play as well, so I'm looking forward to that in itself. And the number nine for the Townsville Fire, Anika <laughs> Kerr, she has got a, you wouldn't even say a love-hate relationship with the Canberra Transact Capitals. It is a hate-hate relationship, and the crowd, well, they certainly love to give Kerr plenty every time she steps on the floor. Absolutely, and I mean, that's just, because she is such a tough player, you know, she's, aggressive and physical and she works hard and she's just pure competitiveness the whole time she's out there and I asked Peter Buckle at the start of the game at your instruction Craig yes, what's it like to coach in Canberra and have Annika Kerr playing for you and he said it's a lot better than having her playing against you so uh, you know and, and she's been good for them this season and uh, look I just think we're in for a terrific game tonight we are indeed the teams have headed over to the benches as we get set for game 199, who would have thought that we would get this far as the 199th game of sportradio.com.au is going into the books. It is a, it's a beauty to call too. It is. The Capitals versus the Townsville Fire. And uh, I reckon you can uh, be pretty sure your starting lineup is going to look like this for the Capitals. Hurst, Bishop, it won't be Bibby, but it will be Abrams, 
Beatty and Musselwhite. Is that five yet? Yes, because I, I'm almost thinking in a big game like this, you might go Beatty first change and let Tolo get her legs, get her, get it out of the system, and we know that Beatty can come off the bench and one, not foul as much, and two, be very disruptive to uh, what Coach Buckle would have had in his plans. And he knows that Graffy is an, a, a, a top seven player rotation. That's just how, that's how Salshi coaches. It works. Five championships says it works. Well, the success is there. That's the evidence, isn't it? So, you know, yeah, look, uh, I don't think they'll mix up their starting group. Uh, why would you? It's been working. And, you know, Muscle White will probably go to uh, Cox to start. The Flanagan Hurst matchup's going to be an interesting one. I think that'll be good. Um, I haven't, Lewis, who's come out of the college system, I'm looking forward to watching her, and I'd imagine, you know, Abs will probably match up on her, but I think Muscle White and Abs will mix it up between um, who takes pops just to give each other a bit of legs, and, uh, and Krauss, of course, and Fur. And one, la- one lady who made a bit of a name for herself uh, a couple of years ago, Kate McKeegan Rusco in the long white socks. She's starting from the bench, so it's going to be an interesting matchup. Beatty and Krauss. Looking to face off as Kerr Lewis. Uh, we've got Flanagan, and I can't pick the last one. I know it's Lewis is out there as well. Beatty wins the tap down to Bishop, gets it off into the hands of Hurst, and Hurst controls the ball into the front court for the start of this game. Hurst goes to the left 45, over the top. Bishop's in the paint, no one between her and the basket. Uh, she got her out of position and just lays it in. And the cat started where they started their real run last last week, which was just good triangular um, angles and getting the nice pass into the post. They'll go there a lot again tonight. Inside, Krauss has the ball tapped away by Beattie. Krauss tries to drive baseline. Beattie stops her, goes to the left elbow, and Kerr drops the first from that right-hand elbow. Yes, and the crowd didn't have much to say about that, Craig. <laughs> no, it was a quiet crowd. I'm sure I said Cox, too, in his starting lineup as Hurst brings it in the front. Goes left lane to Bishop outside at the top of the key to Beattie. Beattie cuts down the lane as Moose goes all the way and banks it in off the glass with a nice little left-hand J from inside the paint. Hurst hits the floor. Flanagan gets away from her on the return. Goes into the corner. Lewis goes back out to Flanagan. Now top of the key, top of the arc. In fact, it is Kerr. Right side is Cox. Back to Flanagan. Back to Cox on the 45 right side. Takes on muscle wipe and she's been called for the charge. Absolutely. Great anticipation from Michelle Muscle White there. Just read it beautifully and uh, feet were planted and straight through her. So that's a great defensive play from Moose. Moose hits the ground. Game's done. That's right. She's taken over from Tully Bevelacqua. I wonder if she's on the sideline saying, that's my job, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> 4-2, Capitals leading here with 8.49 and they'll have the ball from the baseline here on the restart. Townsville are extending their defence, which is interesting. They're obviously going to work the Canberra guards over early in this game. Worked for Bulleen last week, no doubt about that. As the ball down the left wing is Hurst into the front court. Kicks off Dabrams, who comes over. Bounce pass on the left lane to Bishop then. Cross court, right wing, goes to Musselwhite. Musselwhite dribbles to the elbow, then goes inside at the low post. Beattie. Beattie had to work hard to get over Krauss there because the pass didn't go in high and clean. It was low, and she had to work out how she could get around the screen. 
from Krauss to put it in. She did so. And then Kerr, looking for the cutting Cox on the baseline, has missed the player and it's out of bounds. The crowd like that. I like the way Canberra's executing offensively. There's real discipline there. It wasn't clean in the end, but the execution of the play was great. And at the defensive end of the floor, they're really getting up and body checking cutters early. Like this work that Bishop is doing on the left lane. That time she kicked it to Beattie. Beattie drove down the right lane, missed the layup in the end, but they got it back. Moss for three from the left 45. It was off to the right, and Kerr does the rebounding. 6-2, the Capitals lead here with 7.45 left to go in the first term. Cox takes on Moose again. Oh, she can't get it to land, but she does butter up, gets her own rebound, and then kicks it out to Flanagan. Great athleticism from Rowanley then. She just, you know, got her own board purely from just effort and um, athleticism. Lewis down the right lane, knocks Abrams to the ground, kick out to Cox. She nails the three and we're out of one point ball game as the ball quickly transfers down. Moose on the baseline just dribbles it away, goes in right lane now to Beattie, kick out to Hurst. Hurst had Flanagan watching her. Fade away Jay from Abby Bishop. Doesn't go in. Moose is there for the putback. She can't get it in. Cox does the rebounding around Beattie and gives it off to Flanagan to bring it down front. This pace is just so quick at the moment. And I don't know if they'll be able to retain it for the whole game, but it's really quick up and down the floor at the moment. Abby Bishop has been called for the foul with an armbar, a legal armbar. And uh, Bishop's complaining that Kerr had given her an elbow into the ribs. You've got to love that. <laughs> He's looking around. Big girls, they can play. <laughs> That's it, the truth. Inbound ball goes to Cox on the left-hand side. Goes to Flanagan, just outside the arc. Oh, Lewis, beautiful cut, and has taken... That was a charge. Beattie was there. She had concrete set on her shoes, and Lewis has managed to get the blocking foul. We should give you a whistle, Craig. <laughs> I, uh, You're not arguing, though. Oh, I don't know. From this angle, I'm not, not 100% convinced. I know the cylinder principle, but <laughs> her feet were set. She hardly moved. Lewis took her on. <laughs> anyway, ball from the baseline is going into the hands of Flanagan. Flanagan trying to get away from Hurst. Have to go quicker than that. Cox the three. Short. Oh. Off the iron. She rebounds herself again. Tries to bank it in off the glass. And bounce on the ring three times before a drop. But... Townsville get the lead. Seven points to six as Bishop brings the ball into the front court. Yeah, look, that's Rowani's second or third offensive forward. That's a danger sign for the Capitals. Oh, Bishop goes inside. Backcourt violation, or is it going to be over the baseline? It's over the baseline. Is that still a backcourt violation? It mustn't be. It's no, a no, it'll be a Townsville ball from the baseline, which is not what the Capitals want. You prefer to have it as a cross-court violation at the other end, uh, the half-court. Half court, yeah. As Flanagan takes on her, she gets into the paint, kick out the crowd. Beatty had gone off her. I thought Beatty got a piece of arm then as uh, Musselwhite hits the floor again. Flanagan got the air ball, goes to Kerr to Cox. Cox inbound going to Kerr. The pass was a little bit out of Kerr's reach. And Townsville, one-point lead and haven't, haven't succumbed under the pressure. Absolutely not. And there's a lot of um, turnovers early in the game, but that's just reflecting the defensive pressure that both teams are applying. Another bounce pass. That time was a little bit behind Bishop. Abrams has brought it down the floor very confidently. Bounce pass off to Bishop. They was just behind her, and that time it took her to collect it up just left her a bit short on the layup. Yeah, that's right. But she'll go to the line and uh, hopefully she'll knock them both down. I mean, she shoots the ball generally pretty well from the foul line, so you'd expect Abby to knock these two down. As Abby Bishop. And mm, I... Uh, this is the first. <laughs> kiss of death, Michelle. The kiss of death. The Lou Richards of women's basketball.
Uh, you have to get a Collingwood reference in there somewhere, <laughs> don't you? As uh, making the second, and it's seven points all. Oh, the quick restart is uh, almost intercepted by Abby Bishop now as Flanagan. Waiting, taking a time in the backcourt, gets to the front with 17 seconds left to go on the shot clock. Flanagan now zigzags, dump over the top. She should have gone the shot herself. She tried to dump it into Krauss and Bishop and, uh, sorry, Beattie and Hurst did the damage, but Hurst passes behind Bishop again. We've seen a lot of that tonight. Flanagan, kick out to Lewis. Lewis, ball on the floor, bounce pass into Kraus. Kraus, reverse great layup move. off the plane. That was nice play. Absolutely great move. She read Tracy Reedy beautifully and, you know, used her body to protect the ball for nice reverse lane against the big girl. Kerr and Beattie going at it off the ball. Moose goes to Beattie now. Oh, gave, Beattie gave Kerr an elbow in the face as she got the pass away to Hurst. Hurst takes it to the basket and it's all tied up. Nine points apiece. We've reached the five minute mark of the first turn. Yeah, look, great penetration from Natty Hurst then, continuing off from where she left last week. So that's a good sign. It is indeed as they work their way around as Cox goes inside to Krauss. Beattie again trying to slap the ball away. Krauss, she's had the ball for a long time. Hook shot from Krauss. Bounces out. Bishop brings it back. Yeah, it's a tough ask to get a shot over the top of Tracy Beattie, so that was the right choice. There is Natty again. Big nice pull up from the left-hand elbow. She came down the right wing, cut across at the left elbow, let the J, the fading J, and it is good. Caps take the lead back, 11 points to 9, 4 minutes, 30, uh, 25 left to go. Cox in the paint, got Moose away from her. The points will count as Moose saw she was be- beaten and then lunged back in, which gave away the foul. Yeah, look, and uh, she's tough to defend. I mean, you know, Michelle Musselwhite has been doing a great job, but she is just such an excellent player that it's very hard. And we see the first sub to the game, I think. I mean, Herrera coming in for Hurst, and first sub of the game was actually Kirby Dalgleish. Now, Kirby's the younger sister of Michaela, and right. I can tell you, Kirby's going to get a lot more minutes tonight. Yeah, I think you're probably right there. And, uh, I mean, she generally does get more minutes than Michaela, but also Michaela's coming back from injury, so... Um, I'm not sure quite how that's going, but uh, she also get bragging rights, I assume. Yeah. Cox makes the bonus and Townsville out to a one-point lead. We didn't get your tip before the game, but mine was Townsville by 12. Yours? Mine was Cats, but I think it's going to be a bit closer than 12, Craig. All right, for Billy Baxter, who I know is listening in on Sport Radio, he said Caps by... I reckon... Uh, sorry, sorry, I said Townsville by uh, four, and uh, he said Caps by 12. So uh, we'll get that right as uh, once again stacks on the mill mid court. Beattie trying to dribble the ball isn't the best uh, best move in the first place. But then the bounce pass to um, Abby Bishop was no better. Caps walk the floor as they turn it over at half court. Yeah, yeah, and just, um, I suppose that'll be disappointing the way that the, you know a couple of just costly turnovers that um, the Caps have made. Having said that, there's a fair bit of defensive pressure out there. Yes, as Flanagan, left, right, goes back to the left, takes it down that left lane. Oh, the layer, the, sorry, the jump shot was not good. Bish, Beatty, Bishop hits the ground, Beatty's off, Tolo's on, I'm trying to say that as well. <laughs> as uh, they set up once again, the Townsville Fire, they're just taking their time. Kerr puts the ball on the floor, bounce pass to Dalgleish, who finds Krauss in the paint. Krauss completely missed that, though. Yeah, that's uncharacteristic. Of uh, Jennifer Krause to miss an easy one like that. 
Abram straight across court to Morse, down on the right lane. Bishop, oh, Kerr, great D that time. Got into the second man, made the screen, and Bishop was already on the turn. She knew she had her player out of position, but Kerr got there so quick. By the time she started to make that turn, she bumped her. That's right. It was just great anticipation and help defence and really good rotation and scramble from um, Townsville at the defensive end of the floor. And I like the way they're being really physical with the Capitals too. It's, it's taking them out of their natural game. It's 11-12. But Townsville leading here at Tuggeranong. Handoff to Dalgleish. Dalgleish takes them on again. This time shacks up a, a very poor right-handed Jay. They get it back though. Give it to Cherie Smith who's come in and Krauss did the rebound and kicked out to Smith. Smith knocks down the two. Was that a... Yeah, he no, knocks down the two. It's 14-11 as the Caps go back into offence. Tolo kick out to Bishop at the top of the arc. Bishop goes right side, gives it to Moose. Moose takes on Dalgleish. And she'll go to the line for two. Yeah, look, Moose was really smart there. She read she had head and shoulders ahead of the, uh, of, of the defender's front foot and she was just going to go hard to the basket and drew the foul. Interesting, you know, Townsville have had Rowani Cox sitting on the bench now for a minute, minute and a half maybe, and, and there's been no change really in the, um, in the offensive output of Townsville. So that's a really good sign for them. A really big move now that Bucks has had to play, and that is he's had to sit Krauss down now as Musselwhite puts the uh, second in and it's back to a one-point ball game. 14-13 to 13 here with two minutes 30 left to go on the first quarter. Kerr back to Flanagan on the left side, kicked out of play by Pereira. So it'll be from the baseline, the Townsville fire as subbing into the game, Tanya Smith. So I've got to remember to give it Cherie and Tanya, two Smiths on the floor now. As, oh, Tolo, I thought she was trying to break free to find a pass there, but instead it goes to Flanagan. Cherie Smith carries it all the way over the top. Tanya Smith rejects the pass by, uh, or rejects the shot by Tolo, but Tolo chasing after the ball just couldn't keep it in play, and that was uh, fairly clear from our position here. Yeah, that's right. It was a nice clean block, and as we have Natty Hurst subbing back into the rotation for Kelly Abrams, and Ryan Cox jumped back out onto the floor for Townsville. Abrams not happy as Tanya Smith dumps out for Cox for three. It was short, and it's all capitals under the ring as Bishop gets herself into trouble just trying to find Hurst that time. Kicks right side. Pereira is out there. Over the top. Gives it to Tolo. Tolo trying to turn in the paint. Had the ball slapped away from her that time by Kerr. She kicked out to Bishop. Bishop tried the three. Came off the iron. And Townsville still lead by one as we kick it. Out to Cox. Another open three-pointer. Muscle White too far away that time. And she nailed it. 17 points to 13. Minute 40. Left to go in the term. Whistle on the play. Didn't see what it was for. But I think Tanya Smith. Yeah, I think she just tried to hold uh, Tolo in the paint there and they've called that one. Um, that transition play from Townsville was really good but I think the real problem was that Canberra's defensive transition, there was just no communication which left Cox open in the corner so they need to talk that up a whole lot more. Pereira gets the inbound ball, Muscle White's trying to cut baseline to make something happen but it goes right side to Hurst, she's still out the side to the three-point arc on the 45. On the right lane, Tolo jacks up a prayer and she fell to the ground afterward. But it's back to a two-point ball game. Minute 25 as Lewis, who's back out onto the floor, 
Calms back down. Gives to Kurt. Gets it back on the right side. There's Lewis. Backs away from Hurst. Then goes to Cherie Smith, who tries to lob it into Tanya Smith, but it's intercepted by Bibby. And Lewis is off to the races. Stops at Cox. This has been a great battle too, Michelle. Tolo kick out to Pereira. Pereira goes on the floor. Can't get the layup to land. And Kerr has, uh, well, fouled again. And the crowd, well, they like that. They do like that. And I'm, I'm really, I think that my Gabby Bishop is doing a truckload of work out there for the Capitals at the moment. And, uh, and she's know, not looking, she's doing a lot of work. She's getting a lot of stats. But she doesn't look confident or happy. And the other thing I noticed was when... Uh, Captain Abrams came off the floor. She looked pissed. Yeah, she did. I'm not sure whether it was because I, she got a fairly uh, loose elbow down this end of the floor not long before that. So I'm not sure whether it was about that or it may have been about something else. But, uh, you know, look, this has just been... We've got 58 seconds to go in this first quarter and it has been a fantastic... All tied up as Bishop makes the two. 17 points apiece and the pressure from Hurst just trying to pressure Lewis. Lewis has been a good-looking here... Very impressive start in the nation's capital. No nerves with this game at all, has this uh, youngster. Cox gets the ball, takes on Musselwhite, who hits the ground. Cherie Smith going after the rebound. Bishop on the baseline, manages to keep the ball alive. Gives it off to Pereira, who pulls up on the left-hand lane, backs away. 26 seconds left. Goes back to Bishop. Now to Musselwhite, to the right side. Right wing, in fact, to Hurst. Hurst trying to get away from Cox. Goes to Musselwhite. Moose, ball on the floor. Takes on Lewis. Oh, the jump shot was just off to the right out of the left hand. And it's one more chance for Townsville to have the lead at the first break. Cherie Smith inside two. Tanya Smith. She pushes it to Krauss. Krauss's hoof shot. It's banked in off the glass. Good finish, but she was in there for a long time, I think, Craig. Um, but, you know, obviously she made a really good seal there and nice feed and, and finished it off beautifully. And that will put Townsville up by two at the quarter break. And it's just been a fantastic first quarter of basketball. Exactly what we were hoping for, isn't it? The top of the table clash. And it has been, well, a game where it's back and forth. But it hasn't been a pure game. We've seen mistakes by both teams. Passes going out of court. Passes behind the player by the Caps. Um, I, I really think Caps have been a bit too quick and they've been getting the ball behind their players. Townsville, a bit too excited and the ball's been going high and just in front. Yeah, look, and I think that the, the turnovers and those kind of areas are a reflection of the level of defensive intensity. And I think probably for both groups, it's the first time that they've both come up against a group that plays physical, hard, aggressive, face-guarding defence. And not surprising, you know. You've got Peter Buckle, who assistant coached with Cary Graff for a number of seasons. And with the kind of group that he has, it's the way that you want to play that group. So that's not surprising. I don't know what the stats are showing oh, us, but, um, you know, I'd say that the things that Graffy would be talking about is looking after the ball a bit better than they are at the moment, uh, that they need to do a better job of keeping Townsville off the offensive glass. And the last thing is that if they started the game well in their offensive execution and going to their sets and making good uh, triangles to get the ball into their players in the paint, which not only created opportunities for their players in the paint to go to work, but also sucked the D in and then they could kick the ball out to their perimeter players. So um, I think you know there'll be some conversation happening around that. I'm sure there will be. Hopefully I'll have the stats for you in just a moment. To let you know, the AIS this weekend are doing the big Melbourne road trip 
Dandenong Rangers Saturday night and then it's on to the Bulleen Boomers next Sunday. The Capitals travel from here at the Tuggeranong Southern Cross Stadium to Logan for their first ever trip to the Logan Thunder in Sports Arena and it will be a big game for the Caps. The other matches this weekend, Sydney take on Townsville, John Keogh calling all the action. That will be a take delay game. We hope to get it to you by Monday, that game out of Sydney. And then, of course, the Perth Lynx taking on the Adelaide Link Lightning. In Darwin, that is. Going to the country again. That's it, indeed. And the Bendigo Spirits also have Bulleen Boomers, host the Bulleen Boomers on Saturday night. So as the Capitals take on the fire, second quarter action, Pereira is out on the floor to start with Beattie, Hurst, Tolo and Abrams. Hurst for three, all net. Yeah, look, and that was such a quick jump shot, she just... Got up into the air, raped the top of Flanagan really quickly and there's nothing she could do about it. Tanya Smith, Kraus is the ball now in her hands. Cox is out there. Oh, Kraus, the pass was a wild one. Lewis was good enough to get it in the corner, but the arm hook on Abrams was picked up that time. That's not Damien, I can't... Uh no, Travis Haslam calling, yeah. calling the uh, hook there on Rowani Cox. And, and uh, Coxie wasn't happy with it, but Abrams was. <laughs> Gives the ball inbound to Pereira. Did I get through the starting the start is for this quarter? Lewis, Cox, Tanya Smith, Sharice Smith, no, Flanagan and uh, Krause. Caps, oh, Abrams just left the ball behind. Cox didn't go too hard after her that time. 19 points apiece as Beattie gets it. Tries to put it on the floor. It's slapped away by Flanagan. Lewis, bounce pass to Flanagan. Flanagan backs away. Kicks it back to Cox. Into the corner. Lewis wants three. Got him. Yeah, look, they do a great job of finding that open three in the corner on their offensive transition. That's hurting the Capitals. Tolo puts the ball out in front of Hurst. She goes down the floor. The run and gun. I thought we might see that at some stage, and that was a big one, because Tolo put the ball almost to half court before Hurst picked up the dribble. 22, plays 19, Townsville leading here at Tuggeranong. Kraus goes back to Smith, Tanya Smith. Back to Lewis, inside to Kraus. Once again, long time for the hook shot to go up, doesn't fall, and Beattie comes up with a rebound. Yeah, look, I'm liking Amy Lewis. She's so active without the ball. She cuts hard and she works hard without it. She's creating problems for the uh, Capitals. Oh, Tolo, she was losing control of it as Flanagan went to take over. Pereira oh, got in the way of Flanagan that time on the drive and got the ball over the side. So Townsville will have it from the side. We can take a breath as the first minute and a half is gone. Pereira sits down as the crash test dummy hits the floor. Michelle Musselwhite back out there for the Caps. As Hurst reaches him, flaps it away from Flanagan. Flanagan, with a second to spare, makes it into the front court. Cox back to Smith of the Tanya variety. It is, uh, oh, Lewis that time losing the dribble. But it must, I think uh, Abram's got a hand in on there. I'm just looking at our live stats are a bit behind us here. As the inbound ball lobbed up over the top, Smith now. Looks around Smith. Oh, nice right. little 12-foot jump shot over the top of Tolo. Yeah. He hadn't shown us that before, but uh, came home with it. Crash test dummy leaping into the play. She leapt into the key, threw the ball away as she was being bumped, and it will be 
an opportunity for the Caps to set up in offence. Yeah, look, they're, they're really pushing the pace offensively, the Capitals, and maybe they just need to slow it down a bit. Hook shot from Polo. Nice work there from the right-hand low post. That's right, and that was, once again, just getting good passing angles to feed the post and let them go to work. Lewis goes back to Krause at the top of the key. Back to Flanagan, right side. Flanagan's playing a reverse here. She normally sets up on the left. Goes to Kraus. Kraus looks around, says, I'll do it myself. Knocks it down. And it's 26 points to 21. Seven minutes and 22 seconds. Townsville are shooting the ball at a pretty good rate tonight. You know, they're not uh, missing a whole lot from the perimeter. And uh, when they're going to work inside, you know, they're generally being fairly consistent with it. So... If they can continue, I don't know, still can't get those stats. No, but sorry. <laughs> but uh, almost got our first touch for the season. As the ball inbound to Hurst. Hurst double teamed here. Lewis has got some wheels as well as she uh, tries to keep up with Hurst. Eventually they get away and into the front court. Goes to Abrams, then to Beattie. Beattie on the left side goes to Muscle White on the 45. She's a long way from home. Goes back to Beattie in the paint. And has Krause's rejection came back onto Beattie and it's over the baseline. <laughs> Council have the ball. That's pretty impressive, blocking Tracy Beattie. I tell you what, I'd like to have that on my stats sheet. <laughs> oh, it doesn't have a... Muscle White. Yeah, oh. leaping into play. The ball, she threw it back in. A couple of Council players tried to touch it, but it goes out of bounds. And a timeout has been called by Kerry Graff because uh, the game has degenerated. But it... uh, just talk about that once again. Moose twice tonight has just been throwing herself in the air at, you know, just going at the ball and that's what I think everyone loves about Michelle Musselwhite. Oh look, she's just she's such a great athlete and she just you know, gets after everything and she throws and she, she has no fear um, no. no fear whatsoever and uh, you know, she just creates so many opportunities, not only for herself but her teammates too, so um, you know, she's been a great pickup for the Capitals this season Yeah, Pereira and uh, Musselwhite have been the the two big ins this year, I think it's safe to say, and I don't think they've disappointed anyone. Pereira was probably the one that everyone goes, what's Cashcraft thinking? She's got Hurst, she's got Bibby. But as we've seen with Bibby having AC trouble, it looks like it is a, a fantastic uh, pickup. Looking at the shooting percentages, both pretty good. 54% for the Caps and uh, 50% for Townsville. So it's uh, 67 outside. And uh, the Caps, interestingly enough, have not tried to go from the outside the arc. And one, just Bibby's not here. But two, when you've got three talls like Bishop Polo and and uh, also Beatty, you, you're probably not going to be worrying about an outside game unless you've got absolutely nothing inside happening. Yeah, well, you certainly you let your outside game will come from exploiting what you've got inside. So, you know, and at this point in time, you know, going inside seems to be working for it. Beattie is working a lot around the arc, letting Tolo and Bishop do some. Moose puts the ball on the floor. She changed uh, the dribble hand. Oh, jump ball? No, oh, Beattie's been called for another foul. Foul, yep. And, uh, well, you didn't like that call? Talk us through it. Oh, I didn't like that one at all. I just think, you know, that was a fairly soft call to make, given some of the other stuff that's happened out there. And, you know, it was a jump ball. It's all tied up. Then give possession to the, play, to the team. Let that, that, that stuff go. Well, it is Tracy Beattie's third personal foul. Yeah. That's the critical thing in this. Uh, as Flanagan goes long to Bishop, uh, sorry, not to Bishop, to Kirby Dalgleish. Bounce pass inside to Kerr, outside. Tolo got a hand on it before it got to Krause. Krause has to go back to Kerr. Bishop is watching her. 
Well, looking for the bounce pass to Dalgleish, but no, had to go outside to Flanagan. Outside, into the corner. Kerr puts up the jump shot. Dalgleish wrestling for it that time, gets it back into Kerr's hands, and Flanagan has another shot clock to work it. Cox, long way from home, goes to Krauss on the right lane, outside to Dalgleish. Dalgleish inside to Kerr, and Kerr knows to find, how to find a way to the basket. Just a nice little roll in the paint. Used her body really well there to um, get that shot against uh, Abby Bishop. But did not panic as this time I think Kerr's been called. Yeah, absolutely. She just clearly held uh, Bishop as she was busting to the basket there and uh, I mean she had no choice. It was a layup for Bishop or it was Fowler. So. Second personal for Annika Kerr. Inbound ball goes to Hurst from Abrams, goes back to Abrams, she brings it back. Oh, Dalgleish stepped away from her, Abrams steps up to the charity stripe and says thank you. Yeah, and that's good, the Capitals uh, you know, need to start getting some other scoring options out, out on the floor and uh, Kelly Abrams is uh, certainly score when she needs to, so that's a good, good time for the Caps. 28-23, 5 minutes 23 as Cox, oh, just can't get it to drop. Kerr again does the rebounding though. Gives it to Flanagan. Flanagan back to Kerr. And Kerr nails it from the top of the key. Yeah, look, the Capitals are getting hands on those first defensive boards, but tapping up and falling to the to the uh, Townsville player, just getting better um, read on that. Mm. Now Tolo gets it at the top of the key. Goes left side to Musselwhite. Musselwhite over the top. Gives it to Bishop. Bishop layup is good in the paint. It's a five-point ball game. 30 plays 25. Four minutes 45. Left to go in the half. Kerr goes left side. Gives it to Bishop. Uh, Dalgleish. I don't know why, how I'm getting these two mixed up. Dalgleish. Oh, Cox loses it under the pressure of Musselwhite. Hurt has to pull up at the left elbow. It hit the backboard. It hit the right-hand side of the ring. It hit the left-hand side of the ring. But she's a shooter. It goes in. Importantly, it went in. <laughs> oh, Hurt gets the turnover. Throws it down to Abrams, and here's a big chance now. Townsville letting it go at the halfway point of the second term. Now Dalgleish is called for a cheap foul on Abrams. 30, plays 27 here, and I think Coach Barkle wants to have a chat. Absolutely. Capitals have made a bit of a run here. It was, I think, 28-21. They've got it back to 27-30. So, you know, Coach Buckle will want to talk to the girls, settle them down a little bit. You know, they've racked three fouls up, four minutes to go, and they're starting to get some cheap shots called, if you like. So, uh, yeah, you, you know, they, they'll be talking about that. Yes. Uh, interestingly enough, though, Cap's shooting percentage has jumped up to 67% or 61%, 11 from 18 Still nothing from outside, whereas it's 50%. And, uh, yeah, a few more stats, Michelle. Yeah, and no, just looking through the stats, and uh, I think the Caps have gone to the line quite a bit more than um, than Townsville have, so they've, you know, they've been getting their opportunities. They're shooting 83%, and if you look at the, the foul count, uh, what have we got there? 8, eight to four. 8 to 4. So that's for the game. But, you know, I think the way that Townsville plays their defence, they're quite physical that, you know, they're sitting on three team fouls for this quarter right now and they'll have to uh, be careful of that. And Rachel Flanagan leading their rebounds uh, with, with three. three. You know, that's and, and that's because she's picking up those um, yeah. those loose balls as they come down. And, you know, Natty Hurst leading scorer for Capitals with eight and Bishop sitting on seven. And, and Bishop's Bishop got six boards as well. On, well on a way to another double-double. Double. That's yeah. right. Uh, Tolo with two block shots. 
Kraus with one, Marshall White with two steals as she has the ball in hand. As it goes to Hurst out of the timeout, now to Abrams. Abrams into the paint. Oh, dumps it over looking for Sinclair. But Sinclair had already made a cut to the basket. And the turnover. I'm surprised they've gone with Sinclair just at the moment. But they want some D out there. And Sinclair's the girl for it. Certainly can do that. And Gabby Bishop's sitting and she was working hard. So she probably needs a quick break. Dow Gleesh went after the three. Kraus did the rebounding. Dow Gleesh gets it back in the corner. Gets around Musselwhite. Takes it into the paint. Musselwhite powers her on the way to the line. It will be Dalgleish to shoot two. And Dalgleish is really uh, stepping up here. She's been given uh, that first change position and has really uh, made a big difference since we saw her here 12 months ago. Yeah, well, she's getting good minutes. She's giving some valuable input. And she's a nice size, you know. She's sort of one of those players that's a mid-sized player and, uh, you know, can step out and shoot the ball from the perimeter and put the ball on the floor and penetrate hard and... uh, Looks like, you know, she can even try and go to work in the post from time to time. Well, she needs to work on the uh, shooting because she missed both. Caps ball from the baseline as uh, Musselwhite looking to inbound it. That's right, we've got a Pereira coming back into the game for Kelly Abrams. And Townsville are continuing this full court pressure. And a three, a three-man pressure here as the ball goes to Hurst. The pressure soon dies off as Pereira gets the skates on. As Hurst drives down the right-hand wing, Lewis watching her. Pereira's done about a lap of the court. Got the ball now. Muscle White drives baseline, kick out to Hurst. Her first three attempts is off the line. It was a bit too flat. Cherie Smith comes up with it, gives it to Galgleish, Kirby Galgleish, then across to Lewis who holds it up. Kerr in the paint, Cherie Smith. Oh, she was so busy trying to ride the bump from Musselwhite, she forgot about the shot. As oh, Dalgleish comes back, the pass from Musselwhite that time slapped away over the baseline. And it's still 30 27, three minutes to run in the half. That's right, and it's really, back as we thought and suspected, Abby Bishop, very quick uh, sub for her, and Pete Sinclair takes. A rest and Bishop back on the floor. Two Smiths out here, so help me if uh, Tanya gets the ball. I'll have to say Tanya. <laughs> it's now to Pereira. Muscle white for three. That's an NBA three. There was nowhere near the ring, though, <laughs> but her feet were out by the NBA three-point arc. It was nowhere near the WNBL three-point arc. Lewis got the ball into the front court, gives it to Kerr. Kerr was well away from Bishop then, but she didn't like what was in front of her, so she pulled up, gave it to Dalgleish, then back onto Lewis. Lewis inside to Tanya Smith, fadeaway jump shot, oh, into the corner of the ring, and it's Bishop brings up the rebound, gives it to Hurst. Hurst now goes right side, over the top to Tolo. Tolo in the paint, oh, missed the step around on Tanya Smith, but the whistle's still gone against her. Yeah, look, good poise from Mariana Tolo in the post there. She really read uh, Smith well and stepped by her. Unfortunately, wasn't able to finish it off, but she will go to the foul line. And importantly, that's the fourth team foul that uh, Townsville have racked up, and that will um, send them to the foul line uh, every time now. Yeah, with two minutes, 30 seconds left to go in the half. Tolo misses the first. There's some glad wrapping on the rings at the moment (laughs) because we haven't had a score since the last time out. No, that's right. As the uh, second one, well, it's in there now and the Caps are back to a two-point ball game. 30 plays, 28. As Lewis is off to the races, tries to uh, outrun Hurst, it didn't happen. Kerr at the other side of the circle gets the pass into the front court. 
Cherie Smith has the ball blocked by Tolo. She kicks it across to Tanya Smith. And Tanya Smith now, importantly, called for a third personal. Well, that's right. And she's an important player. She gives some really good rotation to Townsville. So uh, that's an important foul that's being blown there because mm. she obviously can come in for good, solid minutes and give Jen Krause a little bit of a breather. Well, she didn't get much of a breather there as no. she has to sit down. Coach Buckle is the most animated I've seen him in about, <laughs> uh, what is it, eight years now of uh, watching the WNBL. Tolo, oh, again off Not the back of the eye. Not looking good coming out of the hand there, Craig. It's no. uh, looking more like a shot put than a, <laughs> than a shot at the moment. Nikki Barstow having a chat with Tanya Smith. As good boxing out that time by Cherie Smith. Gets the ball back. Goes to Lewis. Then front court to Kerr. Musselwhite just crashed into Samaria Smith as Cox, oh, lost control of it. Krauss lost control of it. Had to go outside. Now for Lewis for three. She had that real Korean-Asian push shot that time with both hands. It was good. It was three points. 33 plays, 28. And an important score for Townsville, you know. They've been sitting on that 30 for quite a period of time and, you know, they needed to get a score. They had a lot of offensive steps without any outcome for them. Pereira, ball on the floor, gets into the key, takes it all the way and has got the foul on Krauss. Coach Buckle's in a huge amount of trouble. His two big talls, Jen Krauss and Tanya Smith, are in a world of hurt because I think that's Krauss for four fouls now. Wrong. Two. Krauss with two. According to the bench. What uh, was I watching? (laughs) (laughs) Tree Smith sits down. So he's in no trouble at all. Forget everything I just said. <laughs> 33 plays 30 as Pereira tries for the bonus. However, there's still, you know, one and three quarter minutes to go and in dead time, if the Capitals can get to the line and knock down some points, that hurts. I tell you what, I'm very impressed with the way Townsville, they're just, every time that player is taking away the rebound on the shot. Ronnie Cox from the low, po- uh, from the... Uh, Baseline, that jump shot from what about 12 feet yeah. was good. Yeah, very sweet. 35 31 with a minute 10, or minute 15, sorry. Hurst goes back to Tolo, bounce pass inside. Bishop was three on one, outside two, muscle white, and Krauss has been called for another foul. Really? Yeah. She was standing there for a half an hour. The body sway, is that enough to get out of your cylinder? A well, bit of a yeah, body sway. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they've been consistent the way they've called it tonight, Craig. I, I mean... Well, consistently bad in my book. <laughs> but, but look, I'm sure it is right what they've done, but in the spectacle of the game, it's a joke. <laughs> As Michelle knocked down the first of those fouls, our yeah. shots. But, you know, there are there is a world of trouble for Peter Buckle at the moment. He's got Krauss with her third, Smith with her third. And, uh, and the Caps starting to make free throws. Caps starting to make free throws. But the thing that they really are doing is they've been very smart since they've had Townsville sitting on the bonus situation. They've pumped the ball inside. Their guards have looked to penetrate hard and it's paying dividends for them. Musselwhite came off and then she's sitting down to come back on. So Pereira, Hurst, Tolo, Bishop and Abrams as Lewis takes it all the way. Oh, she needed it to fall. Tanya Smith now in the paint outlets to um, to Kerr. Oh, Pereira left the dribble behind, but Hurst was there here like a shot to pick up the dribble and bring it into the front court. 35 plays, 33, 37 seconds left. 
as Bishop gets the overhead pass, goes outside to Abrams. Abrams pulls off at the right elbow. Oh, jacks up a prayer. Tolo gets the rebound and banks it in. And the Cats tie it up with 24 seconds to go in the in the half, I should say. So, uh, run out called and... Uh and Peter Buckle wants to talk about it? Yes, it is. Peter Buckle wants to talk about it. And Peter Buckle wants the lead at half-time, just for that psychological blow. He's got a 24-second shot clock and 24.7 seconds on the game clock. Absolutely. He would like to go to the change rooms at half-time with the lead, but importantly, you know, the Capitals have had so much momentum coming down this last couple of minutes that half-time's going to come just at the wrong time for the Canberra Capitals in many ways because momentum's going their way and... Uh, you know, the game's going to have a stop without them having any control over it. I'm not quite sure what's going on with the stats at the moment. They're a little bit off, but I can tell you 54% for the Capitals, 43% or thereabouts, with um, the... Uh, with the... Um, uh, Townsville Fire, sorry, 69% from the free throw line, 13 attempts to... Three attempts. It is a huge disparity. The foul count now twelve to five. Yeah, and look, therein lies the story, doesn't it? Really, that the you know Townsville are, are hurting from foul trouble, and the Capitals are exploiting it. Phil moment. Brown would be listening to this back uh, over in the states, going. Phil's <laughs> <laughs> listening to this back over in the states, just going. How come when in what twelve years of coaching the AAS? I never saw a foul count 12 to 8 in my favour <laughs> on my home court. Well, <laughs> what can you say? What can you say? Look, uh, he, probably, he probably did in that championship year, but not so many other years we just saw. As Flanagan takes on Hurst, goes to Cox. Cox now to Lewis. Lewis takes him on, drives baseline, kick out to Flanagan. Hurst gets in the way and Caps go long to Abrams. Abrams bounce pass outside. I think Abrams has been called for the charge. Offensive play. Cox picks herself up off the floor. Shot clock runs out. I think they'll have to... Uh, well, they're not resetting the clock, so they're walking off the court. They're calling it time, yeah. yeah. So, uh, it, I, it would have been a second at the most that Townsville would have had to play that ball what, from the backcourt. That's right, and I could see Peter Buckles uh, talking to the referees and the coach at the moment saying, hang on a second, we're not happy about this. We want to, we want to play this extra second, I suspect. Yeah. Capitals have already left the floor. and uh, Two seconds, they're saying. So, Tracy Beattie's doing an interview with the ABC. The teams are going to have to come back. Now, Bucks has got every right to get his five players out there and to... He's got every right to get his five players out there. If his five players are out there, the referee only has to hold onto the ball for a few moments. Well, except half of his team's got the change room yeah, as but, well, so... You know. They could put three or hey, four of that. All you have to do is have your players <laughs> out there. When you haven't got a defence, come right. back and you can make you it can, there in two seconds. That's right. You didn't see my team play on Wednesday night. <laughs> I wouldn't be back at it. It's not always the case. I was surprised when all the teams just shot yeah, the change rooms, you know. It was a bit of a surprise. Look, and, and Kelly Abrams, yes, that was definitely a charge. Um, and she, she did the right thing, though. You know, she had to go aggressive and just kick the ball to Moose in the corner. It was the right play, unfortunately. It wasn't executed. Yeah. She had it pulled up, just even fractionally pulled up. Now, the Caps are doing exactly what they have to do. They're going to put three players down in the backcourt. And uh, Abrams is just looking around. 
talking about elbows and there's one player she's pointing at, Moose, uh, Mish, and that is the number nine of Townsville. <laughs> talking about elbows, talking about pushes, and uh, what have we got here? Two seconds to play. There we go. Now, this goes two ways. It either works out well for Townsville or they have egg on their face. Inbound ball. Give it to Flanagan. Flanagan pushes it and it doesn't quite make it. She it could have gone three ways, Craig. We could it? have stolen the ball on the inbound pass and knocked down the three. Well, that was, that was, that was that one was of the two ways. That was one of my two ways. Townsville looked good or Townsville looked bad. All right, okay. It's 35 <laughs> points apiece here at the long break at the Tokenong Southern Cross Stadium as, uh, well, the stats we'll give you aren't exactly right, but they're close enough, if that's good enough in a game. Michelle, <laughs> Natalie Hurst on eight points. Rani Cox on eight points, leading scorers on the floor. Abby Bishop with seven rebounds. And then a whole bunch of Townsville players on three, of which I can't tell you their names. It's <laughs> not up on the screen. But what I can tell you is that Capitals are shooting at 52%, 13 from 25, and Townsville, 13 from 31. Townsville certainly have had the shots, they've had the opportunities to have that big lead. Absolutely, they have. And, uh, you know, they're not shooting a, a good enough percentage from the floor to take the lead against the Capitals lineup. But really, I mean, the key stat for the game is what's happening in the foul count at this point, And that's uh, creating all sorts of problems for Townsville. Because not only does it, you know, do they now have the problem where they've got a couple of players with foul trouble, but the whole group has to play differently defensively. And, and that's going to have quite an impact in the second half. Right. Well, we'll take a break here from the Togranong Basketball Centre where we've got it all locked up at 35 points apiece. We'll be back with more on sportradio.com.au. Welcome back to Southern Cross Stadium where it's all tied up here at halftime. 35 points apiece and Michelle, the stats. Yeah, finally we've got some stats. And so when we look at the shooting percentages, Canberra is still shooting a better percentage of 50% to 42. Leading scorers, Natty Hurst with eight for Canberra. I'd say the two with seven points would be probably Bishop and uh, I'm not sure who else. Do you, want, do you want box scores? Yeah, box scores would be good. Okay. <laughs> box scores would be good. But, uh, you know, and again, you know, that foul count's a bit of a problem. Hoping the box scores come up quickly and they do. And we look at it, we've got uh, seven. Bishop oh, Maria Tolo. Tolo. Yeah, actually she... Knocked a few down coming down the stretch, went to the line a few times. So they're both sitting on seven apiece and Michelle Musselwhite with six. Just looking at the rebounders. That you know, surprised me, Tracy Beattie only with two. Only with two, but she's had a quite a big influence in the game, I would say. And, uh, you know, in terms of rebounding, um, we've got... Well, she's Bishop. got two block... No, one, two block two shots. Blocks. And I'm just looking only... Only the one uh, I think the, the round... The re, only one rebound. Yeah, Bishop sitting there with seven boards and, and Tolo with three. That's right. So you know the Capitals are, are looking pretty good at the moment. If we have a quick look at the Townsville group, uh, Rohani Cox is sitting there. She's got 13 points and she's been pretty impressive for the for the first half. And uh, she's been worked over by the girls. Annika Kerr with six. Um, and Amy, uh, sorry, Amy Lewis, Jennifer Krause with six of the PCs. So they're spreading their scoring around. They're just, uh, you know, the shooting percentage is sitting at 42%, as I said. Four from eight from three points, and but uh, they've only been to the line three times. Flanagan and Kerr both on four fouls. Yeah, just looking at the rebounding there for Townsville, you'll see they've picked up 10 offensive fours, which is not a stat that Sorry. Cameron would be happy about. They're on four rebounds. It's three fouls for Krauss. 
That is the concern. We're about to get underway here with the second half. It's Lewis, Flanagan, Cox, Kerr and Krauss to start us off here for the fire. It's Musselwhite, Hurst, Abrams, Beatty, Bishop for the Cavs. Krauss, Flanagan on the right wing. Back to Krauss. Back to Kerr. Kerr. Bishop in front of her. Bishop kicks the ball away. Flanagan. Oh, she lined up for a three after the whistle. Yeah, they've just called a violation. The ball apparently came off someone's foot there. Well, Bishop kicked it away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt about that one. Bishop <laughs> she threw the leg at it. As Lewis inbounds to Cox, goes back to Flanagan. Flanagan, watched by Hurst. Into the corner for Lewis for three. Oh, it was a little bit flat. Bishop gets the rebound. And for the first time in the second half, Capitals get the ball. Abrams brings it into the front. Cox watching her. Goes to... I oh, see, this is where Beattie had a clean look at the basket and she didn't take it um, outside three-point land. Hurst zigzags around. She gets a clean look for three. Nails it. Yeah, that's right. And you can't give her a clean look from that, that uh, range because she will take it. And uh, she racked another three up. So she's still leading all scorers for Canberra with 11. Her now goes right side, gives it to Lewis, back to Flanagan. Flanagan back to Lewis now. Bounce pass inside to Kraus. Kraus hands off to Lewis. Lewis stops at the baseline, has, goes back forward. Didn't give up a dribble, that's an important thing. Not to give up your dribble for any young players in the game, but they'd be too tough by the Capitals. That's right, shot clock violation there called, and Capitals, good solid defence, just took uh, Townsville out of what they wanted to be doing, and uh, shot clock turned over. Flanagan slaps the ball away and gets it over the uh, over the sideline there. That's one second off the uh, shot clock. The Caps now, again, Musselwhite inbounds to Abrams, gives it to Hurst. Hurst's finger points up in the air, saying what she wants to do next. Goes to Beattie, gets it back. Hurst gets it from the right elbow. And this is what she did in the second turn to the Boomers. Absolutely. Last week. And, uh, you know, Peter Buckley's just got to find a better matchup for someone on Matt Hurst because once she gets in the groove, as we saw last week, it's trouble. She stays there. Kraus. Oh, reverse layup. And that we really danced that baseline then, getting past Beattie. And that just shows her great experience to be able to get that shot off against a big like Beattie. Yeah, it is. 37-40, the Caps leading here as Abrams goes to Hurst. Hurst over the top, Beattie's in the paint. Her shot rattles out, Krauss boxes out well, gives it to Flanagan. Flanagan pushes it to Lewis. Lewis watched by Musselwhite on the left wing. Goes back to Flanagan, 45, but still a long way from home. Back to Lewis. Lewis gets it inside to Krauss. Krauss takes on Beattie and makes the yeah. shot. Absolutely, you know, and, and again, I mean, just, you know, she's been around for a long time. She knows how to play and she knows how important she is to this Townsville group. So, uh, you know, she's doing the scoring for him at the moment. She is indeed. Hurst again, all three-point shot, rattles off the iron. Cox went after it. And unfortunately, Cox uh, just a little bit too ambitious that time. Yeah, just slightly misjudged that one and wasn't able to reel it in, unfortunately. As Abrams, looking to inbound for the Caps with another offensive run. Goes to Musselwhite over the top to Tolo. Tolo subbing in for Beattie. Tolo tries the hook shot, doesn't fall. Lewis at the back on the baseline, starts the dribble. She goes all the way, jump shot from the left elbow was good. And Townsville hit the front again, 41-40, 7 minutes and 8 seconds left to go in the quarter. 
Bishop inside Tolo. Oh, she faked the shot when she was open. And going outside to Hurst. Now to Abrams. Goes to Bishop. Bishop drives right lane and makes the layup. Yeah, and look, Abby Bishop just went really hard at Jen Krause, knowing that she's got that third personal, and uh, Jen had no choice but to just let her make that one. Lewis outside. He goes inside to Krause. It's going to go back to Lewis outside. Hurst is playing off her at the moment. Kirby Dalgleish goes right side to Cox. Cox for oh, three! Down, down. She was indeed. <laughs> it bounced off the iron and Muscle White was quick. Goes long. Gives it to Abrams. Abrams, right. look away hand pass. He's good as Hurst finishes it off. Yeah, great uh, offensive transition. Just a big board from Muscle White, I think it was. Kicked it out to Abrams long and Hurst just ran that lane hard and capitalised off of it. Lewis doesn't have the wheels for Hurst, but uh, she's quick. In the paint, Dalgleish, shot rejected that time by Muscle White and the caps are off again as Abrams just gets a little bit of a shoulder bump there from Cox. It's rugby here at the Southern Cross Stadium. Layup doesn't fall from Muscle White as Kerr picks up the rebound, gives it off to Lewis, kicks it to Dalgleish. Dalgleish 45, left-hand side, Muscle White up in her face. Bounce pass, goes to Kraus. Kraus loses control on it, rolls across the floor, and the Cats will have it from the baseline. Yeah, look, that, that was nice penetration from Michelle Busselwhite at the end of the floor, and that shot virtually went in and came straight back out. So, uh, time out called by Townsville. And, uh, 44 plays, 41 here. Caps shooting at 52%, and Townsville shooting at 41 Cox with 13, Krause with 10, Lewis with 8. For the Capitals, Hurst with 15, leading scorer on the floor. Abby Bishop, 9, and Mariana Tolo, 7. It is Hurst who has really cracked it open. Well, she has, and uh, I didn't realise that there'd been four and a half minutes go in this quarter. It's been fairly quick. There hasn't been a lot of whistle blown, and uh, they've been getting up and down the floor. But you're right, Natalie Hurst came out at the start of that half at just uh, started this quarter, I should say, and has really just, you know, looked to be an offensive. She's a scoring guard. She plays the point. She runs the team. But you know what? She's a scoring guard. She's uh, she's a dynamite little player. And I think she's really getting her opportunity this season to showcase now, her wares. How old is Natalie now? Because I'm thinking she's around 25. I'm thinking you're about right, but it's hard to <laughs> put it into perspective. Oh, I'll come on, you've that. got the media guide. I've got the media guide in front of me, in front of me but I've, I've known Natty since she was a... <laughs> 83 she was born, so... Oh, that yep, doesn't help me. 25. 2008, <laughs> yep, 25. <laughs> All right, Pereira's back into the game for the Capitals. So is Cherie Smith for Townsville. Pereira has the ball, gives it to Tolo. 44 plays 41, as Hurst is really wrestling with Flanagan, looking for some space. Bishop now uh, driving baseline on Krauss. Krauss working hard, and uh, again, Krauss just had the last touch on it. Before it went over the baseline, she's getting frustrated, which is dangerous for Townsville. Absolutely. Pereira inbound, ball to Abrams. Fake the shot as she got away from Cox. Goes back, Hurst drives it down the floor. Bishop tried to set the screen for her, had to go back in the end for Pereira. Pereira working down that right lane, now into the paint. And, oh, Cherie Smith has been called for a pretty soft foul. Yeah, I think they've actually called the hand check on the body there, not the hand on the shot. So uh, Pereira will go to the line, and that's a good job. Rachel Flanagan has really just stepped up and started face-guarding Natty Hurst now, so that, you know she's not giving her... I guess, you know, taking the strategy, get the ball out of her hands because she can't shoot it if she ain't got it. 
And uh, Pereira makes the first. The crowd like that. 45 plays 41. As the second shot. Oh, it looks, oh, looks good off the hand. They've gone with a full start though. Rani Cox has been called for it. That's a bit of a surprise there. Cox making a mistake like that. Again. This time Pereira takes the second chance. And it is 46-41, halfway mark of the third term as oh, Hurst slaps it away from Flanagan and Hurst is going to be called for the foul. So Hurst will see her first personal foul. Caps haven't had many tonight. Flanagan gets the ball from Krauss, then goes right side to Smith. Back to Flanagan, now to Krauss. She lost the dribble, but that was because Tolo got a hand in on it. Apparently got 16 left on the shot clock here for Townsend. No need to panic. Inbound ball goes to Cox, then to Flanagan. Flanagan a long way from home. Tries to take on Hurst. Hurst got good lateral movement that time. Didn't let her get away from her. Cox into the paint. Changed hands as she went into the air to make the jump shot on the right and nailed it. 46-43. They need the defensive stop and... Cox was saying she had all ball that time, but it looked a little bit on the wrist to me. It looked a bit on the wrist. I actually think that was probably more of a body check foul there too, but uh, she's been called with it nevertheless. I mean, that's going to happen. You stick a hand in there and these guys are going to blow those. Um, but what a fantastic move from Rahani Cox. You know, that was... It changed the hands in mid-air and rode the bump and still managed to knock it down. Inbound ball to Abrams. On the Jackson play, Abrams doesn't miss. 48-43, 4 minutes and 25 seconds left to go in the quarter. Oh, Kerr almost coughed it up that time. As, oh, Bishop slaps it away from her again. Kerr needs to really get herself injected into this game because she's been looking a bit out of sorts. As Flanagan, pull-up jump shot, doesn't fall and Bishop knocks it away on the rebound. Really good D on the ball screen there and Abby Bishop showed herself high early and allowed Natalie to recover and defend the uh, player coming off on the ball screen. Abrams inside to Bishop. Bishop took on Kerr that time and made the layup. She's just having a stellar season so far, Craig. She's just getting better and better week in, week out. And her output and just her work ethic's fantastic. 50-43 concerns for the fire as the Capitals are starting to get away from them now. Inbound to Kraus. Kraus, turnaround jump shot over the top of Tolo, doesn't fall. Kerr and... Bishop wrestling again as Bishop goes immediately to Abrams. Abrams to Pereira for free. It was all there. Yeah, look, and this is certainly real danger signs for Townsend. This has been the largest lead in the score for either team, I would think. So, a 10 point lead for the Capitals, and they're looking hard to stop at the moment. As Krauss takes on uh, Tolo, but the help out defence was Bishop. That meant Cherie Smith was open when Krauss found her, but the three-point shot didn't drop. And it's Abrams now inside to Bishop, who was there a while, but she made the shot count. And this lead 
is out to 12 points and the crowd is really getting behind the Canberra Transact Capitals here. Yeah, yeah, they are. They've really got into the game and the momentum's certainly gone the way of the Capitals and why wouldn't you get into the game? The, the, it's a good quality game. You know, certainly this 12-point lead is of concern to Townsville but they're the kind of tenacious group that you know that are just going to hang on there and scrap away. Their big problem is that they cannot continue to play the physical defence that they would normally play when they've got key players with some foul problems and uh, that's a real worry for them. It is indeed. As uh, you look at the stats, Michelle, what can you tell me is going on? Well, again, you know, it's still, um, I think, you know, the shooting percentage... As they refresh here, shooting percentage is obviously in favour of the Capitals. But, uh, you know, Natalie Hurst, she's still sitting on 15 points there, but she's having a real impact. Um, and they haven't found a way to, to stop her um, running this game, if you like. She's really leading by example. She's organising the troops at the defensive end of the floor. She's taking the ball out of Flanagan's hands, which is meaning that the offensive sets for Townsville isn't coming as easily. I think the other key factor is Abby Bishop. She is just in great form and she's sitting on 13 and 10. She's got her double-double again. And, you know, Jen Krause and, and both... Sorry, Jen Krause and Tanya Smith have got problems because they're both sitting on in foul problems and they just cannot defend her as well as they might like to. Well, Flanagan restarts the play. She brings the ball down the floor. Tanya Smith and Cherie Smith out there. Although I say that, Tanya Smith drives down the left-hand lane. Shot is blocked and Hurst kicks it off to Musselwhite. Musselwhite inside to Tolo. Oh, Tolo left it behind. Hand off from uh, uh, Kirby Dalgleish. In fact, it wasn't Cherie Smith, it's Lewis. Tanya Smith, Kraus. Dalgleish, oh, nice work getting away from Musselwhite there. It's Kraus with the ball. She's getting harassed. As it uh, goes to Lewis. Lewis! Big shot in heaps of trouble and knocked Pereira to the floor who has been called for the foul. Great job by Amy Lewis. Just went hard at it, pulled up for the jumper and under a lot of pressure and, and nailed it and she will go to the foul line. So, you know, fairly important play because this will put the lead... Yeah, uh, sorry, get the lead potentially back to single fingers, figures and uh, stop, the, yep. stop the momentum a little. It does make it easier for me. The lead is nine points now. <laughs> I can count them on both hands. As that's two minutes left to go in the third term. The fire really need to rally here as Musselwhite over the top to Bishop. Bishop leaves it short and, oh, I thought Flanagan stepped out that time as she brought the ball back down the floor. Pereira bounce pass across... Krause called for the travel as Polo just didn't give her any room to move. No, that's right. She uh, just, you know, good solid defence from Tolo there and Jen Krause unfortunately was forced into a travel. And luckily probably because, you know, the other option might have been an offensive foul and that's not a way you want to rack one up when you've got foul problems. Uh, Flanagan just bumping muscle white that time. It is rugby when these two teams play as Musselwhite over the top. Tolo again needs to start getting her outside game going because they're giving her plenty of opportunities. Oh, Bishop! Oh, over the top of Tanya Smith. Yeah, beautiful little spin there. Just, you know, felt the D and spun off it with a nice little baby hook. Great move from Abby Bishop. Tanya Smith gets the ball back, top of the key. Dribbles in, pulls up the cherry stripe, rattles in and out. Bishop gets the rebound. Hurst. Kicks it nice long, pass. Tolo all the way. Tolo lays it in and the Caps are really starting to steamroll. The fire, top of the table clash and at the end of the weekend, Caps will have 
the top spot. Well, at the end of tonight, they'll have the top spot. <laughs> right. If things keep going this way, Townsville need something. Flanagan leaves it off again. Punched away out of uh, Abby Bishop's grasp. And Tanya Smith finds Kirby Dalgleish down in the paint. A block shot by Tolo has Bishop coming up with another rebound as the ball passed too hot for Tolo. And it will be another turnover as a timeout. No, a substitution's called. Kirby Dalgleish just a little bit of sixes and sevens that time. Get Rahani Cox out there. She'll make the most of opportunities. Well, that's right. And look, let's be honest, you know, they really need some score power out there. And, and Kirby does a great job, but... You want score power. Rahani Cox is the player that's going to give it to. 24 points to 11 is the scoring difference here. At the uh, well, almost at the uh, final change. 33 of the final break. 33 seconds left. Lewis inbounds it to Flanagan. Flanagan back to Lewis. Lewis just in the back court. She's only got about the second. She gets into the front now. And call for the charge on Hurst who goes for a slide across the floor. Uh, yeah, look, great hustling defence out of uh, Hustlin Hurst as they do call her. She just uh, worked hard and frustrated Lewis and put her under enough pressure to force her into a, you know, just raising the armbar a bit too high there. And uh, Capitals, you know, unfortunately for Townsville, they could have come down and really worked that one for the last 24 seconds, but they're now giving the last shot of the game to the Capitals quarter. time to... Sorry, of the quarter. quarter of the quarter to the Capitals to enable them to get the score. Moose sits down, Abs comes back in as the captain gets the final minutes. Now, McKeek and, uh, and Rusko hasn't been on the floor yet. They have got an important game against Sydney tomorrow night, but I would have thought if Rusko was fit, they would have given us some minutes. I'm starting to think she uh, might be coming back from injury. Bishop dumps over the top to Tolo. Tolo tries to throw it back in. Abrams was lucky enough just to pick up the chance. Hurst does the rebounding and she fade away jump shot on the baseline is good as it is three quarter time and what a uh, gap the caps have opened 61 to 46. Yeah look and that quarter was just superb from the Capitals. I, I was concerned that the half time break may have come just at the wrong time for Canberra because the momentum had started to swing their way coming down the stretch in the second quarter but they came out and they continued to play the game they wanted to play and just have really, you know, run over Townsville. Townsville had a little opportunity to rally, but they couldn't keep it up. And, and they've had to change what they're doing because they have got some key players in foul trouble. So it makes it very difficult for them to keep up the pressure on, on an Abbey Bishop in the paint when their bigs are sitting in foul trouble. It is indeed. 61 plays, 46. Rani Cox with 15. Amy Lewis with 11. Jennifer Krauss with 10. Krauss with three assists and Flanagan with two. Caps, Hurst 17, Abby Bishop 15, Tolo with nine. That's, uh, well, that's what you need from your, uh, your big talented players. Big numbers. Absolutely, and the other big impact that Abby Bishop's having, obviously, she's got 12 boards as well. So, you know, that's uh, a considerable input for, for a player. Obviously, I'm not paying enough attention here because we just about got nailed with something there. I think it might have been a water bottle. <laughs> Mate, I didn't think the call was going that bad. That's right. Going water bottles out into the crowd here at the Capitals game. So uh, you've got to duck for cover occasionally. 40 seconds left of this final break and the Capitals would be uh, feeling pretty confident knowing that they've got a second game this weekend up against Logan. What 
do you do if you're Townsville? Do you go for the win here? Or do you say, well, he's gone, we'll go to Sydney and try and split the road? No, Peter Buckle, he's always going for the win. Um, and look, I think realistically, what are they, 15 points down at the, at the quarter break? He'll come out hard for the first couple of minutes, see if he can start to make any indents into this lead. And then, you know, he'll make a decision about, you know, what he's going to do. And I wouldn't, I mean, Council, they just they want to compete and they will just keep playing hard this quarter. But if he's not able to make any sort of changes in that scoreline, I suspect he'll probably rest some of those uh, key players for a bit. Well, it's about to see what Coach Buckle has got for the rest of the night as the Capitals and Townsville square up for their final 10 minutes on the floor. We get underway as the Capitals have first use of the ball. It is Abrams in the backcourt trying to get away from Cox. Cox, Tanya Smith, Krause, Flanagan and Lewis over the top. It's Tolo getting the ball from Abrams, then goes outside to Bishop. Bishop gives it to her. Good screen by Bishop as Hurst in the paint. Ooh, she jacked up the shot. She looked like she was going out the back. Looked like a shame worn back of the <laughs> wrist uh, wrong in that time as Flanagan works it forward as Tanya Smith got the rebound. Flanagan at the centre circle. Goes left side. Cox kicks it on to Lewis. Lewis. Bounce pass inside. Goes back to Cox. Oh, oh all net. She's, she's great and she's so hard to stop that... Uh, yeah, look, she, if she comes alive in this first couple of minutes of this quarter, she could well, you know, get this lead, make a bit of a change in the, in the yep. scoreline. No she doubt can. about that. Oh, turnover as Bishop loses the ball. She goes to the floor. Flanagan kicks it left side. Lewis goes back to Krause. Krause at the free throw line. Uh, nothing's going in for Townsville at the free throw line. Krause kicks the ball away as Bishop tried to pick up the dribble. And that will see the catch from the baseline. No, that would be a reset the shot clock, surely. Uh, I would have thought so, but not to be. No, it's not. Not according to the score bench. <laughs> anyway, Abrams goes to Pereira. Pereira gives it to Tolo. Tolo to Bishop. Points um, don't count. No, they've caught a hold on. Rachel Flanagan once again was trying to face guard Natalie Hurst and they've caught a foul off the ball there on Flanagan. Um, unfortunate for the Capitals because Abby Bishop just made a nice move and uh, had scored, but uh, whistle was blown prior to that. Well, we'll see as they go to set up from the side. Abrams to inbound the ball. Goes to Pereira. Hurst is in the paint. She breaks out now to the right-hand 45. Over the top, Bishop turns in the paint. Oh, left it short. Tanya Smith gives it to Flanagan. Flanagan brings it down. 61-48 as Cox goes. goes again and makes the shot. 61-50 as it's 8 minutes 14. Kicks it to a corner. Pereira for three off the iron. Vitolo does the rebounding. Capitals, Capitals will just want to set, settle this one and probably execute some offence. Try and run the shot clock down a little bit this play because it's been going at a pretty frenetic pace. Hurst kicks it left side. Gives it to Pereira. Over the top to Bishop. Bishop... Got caught for the treble. Good work from Tanya Smith. Got her hands on the ball that time. And the treble was called as Michelle Musselwhite comes back in for Pereira. That's right. And, uh, you know, I think 
I don't know, but Crappy might want to think about maybe giving Bishop a minute or two rest here because she's just looking a little bit tired. A and bit I think, frazzled. Yeah, you know, just Chris. give her a minute. Well, here comes Beattie. Yeah. Coach Hocking. Coach Hocking calls it again. Yeah. <laughs> Cox goes left side to Lewis. Bounce pass inside to Cox. Back to Lewis for three. She was open. She nailed it. She's, you know, she's knocked a few down from that spot tonight. So that's good. And, you know, this is back to an eight-point game. That's nothing in... Uh, Seven and a half minutes of basketball. 61-53, remembering that Townsville started the final term. 15 points down. Bishop in the paint. Great job. Yeah, it's all net. Strauss and Flanagan. Really just likes that spot in the paint. She reads the D beautifully and uh, looks like Natalie Hurst is shaking her hand. She's done something to herself. Forearm, feeling a bit sore. Forearm or right wrist. I'm not sure what she's actually shaking out there. Cox. Cox for three! Hits oh. the iron. Muscle White wraps it up. Muscle White will carry it down the floor here. 10 point ball game. Cap 63. Townsville 53. 6 minutes and 50 seconds left. Now, A. Uh, Hurst just dribbling around. Gets a good screen that time from Bishop. Kick out to Abrams. Abrams drives Thanks it into the paint. And oh. oh, the layup was off. Cox going after it, taps it into the path of Flanagan. Flanagan read that bouncing ball well and comes back. Goes across to Cox, gives it to Kraus. Kraus, oh, she thought about a three, goes back to Cox now, right side. Drives to the baseline, oh, tried to kick it down to Tanya Smith. And I think Tanya Smith in frustration has been called for the foul there as Tolo got in the way of the pass. Now, I think that will be her fourth, Craig, is that right? No, it's, no, it's fifth. It is her fifth, so she's out and uh, Annika Kerr will come into the game. Yeah, it was a, a frustrating foul. Timeout called by Peter Buckle. Well, this will, this will create some match-up problems for them because with uh, Krauss sitting on a few fouls and, um, you know, Smith fouled out of the game now, then, you know, probably Annika Kerr is going to have to go to Bishop um, and and uh, Smith will go, sorry, Smith, Krauss will go to Tolo. So you'd be thinking that they'd be looking to go back into Bishop a bit more. Now, here's the question. Does... Coach Graff want to exploit it and go th- three towers and go Bishop, Be- Bishop Beatty and, and Tolo and then just run maybe even with a Pereira Hurst so they've got legs and yeah. then just go and they, she can just put two low posts have uh, Bishop up the top of the key and just there's no way that uh, Townsville have the height busted open with a quick five or six points in the paint and uh, well, game over. Yeah, look, I, I don't, I, you know, it is an option. I'm not sure that she will do it because the risk with that is that trying to match up at the other end of the floor because who are you going to throw on a Roani Cox in that kind of lineup? Who are you going to put on a uh, Amy um, Lewis, who's a pretty quick, dynamic little guard? So it creates some other issues at the other end of the floor. Worth a shot for, you know, maybe a minute or two, but I, I, don't, I don't know that Graffy was the sort of coach that'll... Jeffrey doesn't take chances. No, does no, she doesn't. <laughs> and not when you're up by 10 yeah. points. You well, know? that's the time to try. <laughs> <in my book. laughs> yeah, Graf coached 250 games. Craig Revell, zero. Abrams. And no idea. Bishop in the pain Great lays job. it in. Yeah. And look, that's, you know, Annika Kerr's going to have difficulty containing her, but that's the matchup that Peter Buckle has no option about. Yep. It's 65 plays, 53, the Capitals with the lead. Over the top, Cox goes left side to Lewis. Bounce pass to Kraus. Kraus goes outside to Kerr. 
Kerr goes outside to Flanagan. Cox hits the deck. And I think Bish Beattie's been called for the foul. So, no, she went one... Or maybe must have gone two, two, five. Yeah. So Tracy Beattie now called for her fourth personal foul. So, 65 plays, 53. Five minutes, 41. Is the game still gettable here, Michelle? Game's definitely gettable. I mean, you saw Rowan Cox pile in seven or eight points in the space of a minute and a half. So, uh, game is definitely gettable and Lewis can shoot the ball from the perimeter. So, this game ain't over yet. Oh, she tried to bank that one in on the layup. Krause is really trying to keep close to Bishop as Bishop threw the ball away. Missed um, Michelle Musselwhite as uh, as uh, Coach Graff got slammed by uh, the ref. As, uh, well... Pounds will get the ball back. What can they do here? 65 plays, 53. Oh, they've turned it over. Although Flanny got on the ground, sliding for it. Jump ball is going to go to Townsville. Yeah, good hustle by Flanagan there. To she realised that the jump ball was going away if she locked it up. That's right. So, good hustle out of there. Mm. They've got the ball from the baseline with 12 seconds on the shot clock. So, they have to get a reasonably quick shot off from this play. Mm. So who do they go to? It goes to Lewis. Gives it to Shreve Smith, to Flanagan. They're not panicking yet. Flanagan over the top, finds Lewis again. Lewis just sort of bounces off uh, Michelle Musselwhite. There's nothing going and the shot clock runs out. Rahani Cox, not happy at all. I guess they thought the shot clock reset. They didn't look to see they only had 12 seconds. Yeah, they certainly didn't look like they were aware of what was on the shot clock, and that's just remiss of them, you know. That's, that's 101 basketball. Particularly, your point guards should know that at all times. Beatty hands off to Hurst. Hurst has Flanagan. Flanagan, in the end, just fouling her. And I, I don't think it's early. I think it's too early to start failing to stop the clock. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, that's their third team foul. That's the time. first personal foul for Rachel Flanagan. Maybe it wasn't called on Flanagan, but I thought it was. Muscle wide. Abrams over the top to Beattie. Hands oh, off to Abram. And in the paint. Oh, it doesn't fall, but Beattie does the rebound. Bishop does the rebound and kicks it out to Hurst. And Hurst just takes it to the centre circle. Goes right side to Muscle White. Muscle White. Goes to back to Hurst, top of the key. Left side goes to Abrams, over the top to Beattie. Beattie in the paint, hook shot, doesn't fall, and Cherie Smith. Oh, Musselwhite dives in there as Cherie Smith passed to Flanagan, gets stolen, and the Caps get the ball back. Four minutes left, 65 plays, 53. It's really all capitals at the moment. As again, the ball's over the base. That's right, and this is hurting Townsville. They're now been on their third defensive set, I think, in, in this play phase, and, you know, that hurts. The time's coming off the clock. They're getting tired, and uh, it's uh, hurting them. And Musselwhite's not uh, hurrying. Just five seconds left. Beatty outside. I think this time they've got the offensive play. As Rani Cox, she was... She was doing everything in her power that time to block the shot from Beattie. <laughs> and an important defensive stop. That will give them a bit of confidence. Yeah, that's right. And they really need to come down and get a score, this possession. As Flanagan goes right side, over the top, gives it off to Cherie Smith. Smith goes right side to Kraus. Beattie just putting her hands in the face there. Right side to Flanagan, long way from home. 
Flanagan trying to get the ball to Smith. Pickpocketed though by Abrams. Three minutes and 20 seconds left. Cox goes after the ball. Abrams hands off to Beatty. Take the shot, Tracy. Come on. Muscle <laughs> oh, white. She dribbles it around. Now, over the top. Bishop inside. Doesn't drop. It was a long way up and down too. Yeah, she just got pushed under the basket a bit too far, I think. As Flanagan, oh, she pushes the shot. And it doesn't fall. Musselwhite gives it immediately onto Hurst. Hurst looks to take on Lewis. No, backs out of that. Flanagan on Musselwhite is a mismatch. Can they exploit it? No, they go outside to Abrams. Going back. Beatty tries to cut baseline. Bishop wants to get it to her. Bishop on the floor. Kick out to Hurst. Hurst for three. Oh, man. Kick on the trigger and just look good out of their hands. And... Uh... You know, I think that's probably it for the Townsville Capitals are just working the ball offensively to get those shots and they just can't get any any break in this game. Cox goes to the ground as uh, Kelly Abrams has been knocked to the floor and Abrams has been called for the foul. Substitution as Kirby Dalgleish comes back in. They give Lewis a rest and, I don't know, 2 minutes 25. I don't think you see Amy Lewis again today. No, I think, I think they're done. Put a fork in them? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> 68 to 53, Bill Baxter. Well, congratulations, mate. You're looking closer than my <laughs> my uh, scoreline there. Inbound ball from Dalgleish goes to Cox. That's assuming it goes basket from basket here on in. Oh, Cox from the left-hand corner knocks down a big three. 68-56. Twelve the margin. <laughs> <laughs> Abrams goes to Beatty. Beatty outside to Hurst. Hurst on the left 45. Looking to go inside to Bishop. Oh, Cherie Smith came off Bishop and that allowed the pass to go in. Goes back. Abrams for three. Top of the key. Rattles it in. Yeah. Anything you can do, Rahani. I could do. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> yeah. 71-56. Cox. Back to Flanagan. Back to Prowse. Krause looks around, goes to Cox, across to Cherie Smith. Cherie Smith just inside the 3.8, knocks down a big two. 71, plays 58, 1 minute and 30 seconds left to go in the game. Yeah, this is a really good win from the Capitals. Um, you know, they've played well. They don't have Jess Bibby to bring in the rotation. Outlet pass to Bishop for three. Oh, it's the only thing she hasn't done tonight. Flanagan brings the ball back for Townsville. One minute and ten seconds left to go as Flanagan gets it on the left 45, long way from home. So with Cherie Smith, goes to Cox. Flanagan now for three, straight in front, and that's all net. Well, one minute left to play, ten-point ball game as Hurst is off to the races. Now, do you want to stop the clock here? Can you get back? No, we're inside the last minute now. Well, Flanagan decides to. Yeah, She'll take the foul. It'll be her second personal and it will be ball from the side because they've got one more foul to play with. As Hurst is down and Pereira comes back into the game. Yeah, and the crowd are happy with the way Hurst has played tonight. She gets a round of applause. Well, 17 points for the game. Over the top, it's Muscle White to Bishop. Uh, sorry, to Beatty. Inbound from Pereira as a cross-court pass gets to her to Bishop and Bishop well 
She got it into the sponsor's box. There wasn't too many people out there. <laughs> no, there wasn't. As, uh, well, Lewis comes back in for Flanagan now. No, she comes in for Dalgleish. So, they obviously want to try something here in preparation for tomorrow night. Lewis points up, looking to wrong foot, Muscle White. Screen set by Krauss. Lewis drives baseline, rejected by Beattie. Murph wrestles Krauss. Jump ball, and the jump ball goes towards Canberra. Yeah, looks like she might have actually pulled up a bit sore in the... Bit of a limp, and I think she's just going to walk it out. Just a little roll of the angle there, ankle there, so she'll walk that out. But uh, yeah, look, Amy Lewis, that was a really nice drive, hard drive to the basket. Just a big timber just coming at her at the end there. Had Bishop and Beattie <laughs> to go again, towering right. over her. Yeah. yeah, but look, she really came off that screen nicely, bent the corner, and drove hard at it. So that's. That's good signs. I've liked, I've liked the look of her tonight. 71.61 here inside the last minute. In fact, 24.7 seconds. Bishop goes... Oh, sorry, Abrams goes back to Musawaki. Pereira. They're in the front court now, the Capitals. Ten points for difference here at Southern Cross Stadium. Bill Baxter told me Caps would win by 12. He or could be right. <laughs> or 11 if Jess Bibby didn't play. As... Uh, Muscle White goes to the paint. Oh, rebounds off the backboard. The game is over and it's a 10-point ball game here at Southern Cross Stadium with the Capitals running out big winners. They go to the top of the table with that victory. Hurst with 17 points. Abby Bishop, you need to talk to her tonight as she picks up another double-double and it is nine points to Mariana Tolo. Bishop with 12 rebounds. And then it's Abrams with three assists, Mariana Tolo with four block shots, Tracy Beattie with two. Amazing game of WNBL basketball. Well, Michelle Hocking is heading over to the coaches to hear from Coach Terry Graff. We'll hear from Coach Graff in just a few moments. This is Basketball on Sport Radio. Yeah, look, I mean, that was a playoff-style game. I think both teams were pretty tough defensively. It was physical, but within the rules. Um, you know, it was that third quarter. We had a great momentum run where we locked up stops, scored and converted at the other end. And, you know, I think the difference was we turned the rebounding contest around in the second half. Absolutely. And I think Bishop was outstanding and Hurst was good for you again tonight. Yeah, look, I mean, you know, I think Bishop was a little quiet in the first half. I got on her at halftime about getting on the glass and she did that. I mean, she came up with some one-handed rebounds that were classy. She had some big defensive plays and critically some big shots for us. You know, Hurst has shown that she's one of the best point guards in this league already um, in her first season as a starter. She controlled tempo, hit big shots when we needed it, played tough D. You know, I think Abram's job on Cox in that second half was critical to the game as well. Absolutely, and I guess um, the other thing is you've made a statement out there tonight. You know, you guys are saying we want this championship and we're the form team. You're going to come after us. Yeah, look, I mean, it's, you know, the, the championship goes to Adelaide, but, you know, it's, it's our goal like it is every year. No matter who's on our team, we always set our goal to try and win it. Um, you know, and we're a third of the way through the season. We've got to keep chipping away at becoming a better team, but we showed some really good signs tonight. And, you know, in the aspect of turn, you've got Pereira coming in and playing some minutes for you tonight with Bibby out. She did some good stuff. Tolo's starting to find her way as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think Tolo was tough tonight when Beattie got in foul trouble. 
Solo came in, did a pretty good job defensively, got some deep skills and finished inside. And as you say, Pereira's starting to find her feet. She got an opportunity tonight with Bibi out. And you now I say, for us to win like that without Bibi, who's such a spark for us off the bench, was big. Absolutely. Now you've got to back up and go to the Gold Coast on Sunday. You're just some recovery stuff and girls are ready to go. Yeah, look, I mean, we've got a day in between, which is a plus. I'll get to sleep in tomorrow, do some recovery tonight. And, you know, Logan are going to be tough. I mean, you know, this is, this is our second game. It'll be our second game for the weekend. They, uh, you know, they've got nothing to lose. They'll be, they'll be going in as the underdog, and we've just got to make sure we go in there and take care of business. I imagine we'll see a whole lot, a whole lot of zone. You know, we've got a lot of shooters that can stick it and, and go to our inside game. So, we've got to, you know, we've got one job done. We've got to finish it this weekend. Good luck for Sunday. Thanks, mate. Peter, that was a pretty tough game out there tonight. Yeah, it was. Very tough. Very tough. I mean, one of the things I think that hurt you a bit was the fact that Jen and uh, uh, your big Smith got into a bit of foul trouble, which made it a bit harder for you inside the paint. Yeah, look, it did, but we got pushed out of our stuff. That was unassertive. We came out in the second half, you know, and, and you know, we, we relaxed and they cranked it up and, you know, we got, we got uh, beat up a bit by it. Yeah, that third quarter really hurt you. The momentum just swung and you weren't able to get yourself, you yeah, know, any sort of run. Absolutely, that's exactly right. And, you know, we've we got to be, you know, we'll learn from that and we've got to be maintain our uh, attacking position, you know. It's, otherwise, you just get pushed out of your stuff. Absolutely. Now, you guys have got to back up tomorrow night against Sydney and you're probably not thinking about that yet, but it's a pretty tough road trip, this one. Oh, yeah, it's a tough road trip. Oh. Good luck for tomorrow night. Yeah, thanks, Michelle. Abby, uh, what did Graffy say to you at halftime? You really came out and showed your stuff in that second half. She dragged me in the second quarter for not boxing out and got up me at halftime, and I guess she just expects me of, expects that of me every game. So for her to yell at me and then, you know, that annoyed me as well because I thought I was doing a good job. So I came out in that second half a bit angry, but I think it worked out well. It certainly did. You just you got on the boards and you went hard at the basket. You're having a really great start to the season. Double doubles consistently. You know your game's coming together. It's looking pretty good for you. Yeah, it is, and I think that um, time that I spent training with the Opals really helped me. I learned a lot, and I've been working quite hard, you know, at training, and I haven't been doing too much extra work at the moment. But when I get get in the gym a bit more and hit the court to do a bit more shooting, I'm sure I'll get even better. That's great, and it gives you a little bit of rest being able to rotate yourself and Tracy and Mariana into the group. Yeah, it's great. Tolo's been coming in and doing an awesome job. So, I mean, she's playing 20, 25 minutes at the moment, which is really good. And when Tracy and myself get into foul trouble, um, there's no doubt that we we um, rely on her to come in. She's doing a really good job. So, credit to her. And you mentioned foul trouble. You've been a bit prone in your career, but this season you've really done a much better job of, you know, staying out of foul trouble or playing smart with your fouls. Yeah, definitely. I've been known to have four or five fouls a game, but this season I've been quite good, and I think Tracy's picking up my one or two fouls. So, I mean, I've been working on my defence, which and it's showing. So, yeah, it's all good. So, Danae, I noticed your icing. Is that just an injury that you have to look after all the time, or did you actually do something? No, um, I collided with um, Michelle Musselwhite at training, and I think it's just a little bit of bone bruising. So, I was a bit tender in the game, but once you get running, it doesn't hurt, and as soon as you stop, it does hurt. So, yeah. And so, you'll recover tonight, sleep in tomorrow morning, and off to Gold Coast? Yep, hopefully sleep in in the morning, and we fly out at lunchtime tomorrow. So, hopefully we can get the second win for the weekend, which should be good, but that'll be tough at home, and 
And we've got a lot to work on at training tomorrow um, up in Logan, so it should be a good game. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Kelly, we haven't had a chance to talk to you this season. Good win tonight for you guys and important to put your stamp on, on this league. Yeah, I mean, that was a huge game and, you know, we were certainly looking forward to the challenge tonight and, uh, you know, really pleased with the result. Um, you know, we kept them under 65, which was our target and, you know, I thought we did a really good job defensively tonight. Absolutely, and that third quarter, though, momentum just went your way and there was no way you were going to let them back into that game. Yeah, I think that's the key. Like, we always talk about, you know, breaking teams down and, you know, it's really not going to happen until the third or probably early, early fourth quarter and, um, you know, I thought we really pushed that momentum and, you know, the bigs did such a great job tonight to stay out of foul trouble and, you know, just solid defensive effort from everybody. You do. You just disrupt groups. You can see that. You take them out of what they want to do. That's obviously something that Graffy, you know, talks about and you guys just put it on the floor at training week in, week out. Yeah, we do. We, we focus a lot on, on, obviously, specific assignments. You know, the key tonight was to shut down Rahani Cox and Jennifer Krauss, but, you know, it's also limiting the other players and not allowing them to step up if you keep the other ones quiet. But, you know, I also thought Chantella Pereira did a really good job tonight coming off the bench. Obviously, you know, with Bibby out, um, you know, she provided that spark and impact that we missed a little bit from Bibby. So, um, yeah, really pleased with her efforts and Tolo. That's right. And this group this season, you've been around for a while and every group has a slightly different feel. Does it feel like a championship group to you? Yeah, it does. It's really exciting. Um, you know, the signs are there. And the, the positive thing is, is that we can make improvements each week. Um, you know, I think, you know, Graffy would have to be pretty pleased with tonight's game. Um, I don't know if there were too many areas. Apart from the first half, we, were, we probably weren't doing such a good job on the, on the offensive and defensive rebounding. But you know, I think the second half, we managed to swing that around. You did. And you played smart in terms of going at their bigs when they got into some foul trouble. And that, that hurt them. Yeah, it did. Um, you know, as I said, I thought our bigs did a really good job tonight. Um, Abby Bishop, oh, she's, you know, she's just such a phenomenal player. And, and so exciting to watch when you think how young she is and just how much better she's going to get. Good luck for Logan on uh, Sunday. Yeah, thanks very much. Well, as you could tell, it was a very disappointed coach, Peter Buckle. An interesting game. Unfortunately, I've been giving you all these great stats and the stats crashed at three-quarter time, so we don't have the final stats. But I am sure that tomorrow night, Michelle, John Keogh and Billy Baxter, who are doing our 200th game on Sport Radio, will keep you right up to date with how everything's panned out across the weekend. That game tape delayed on Monday. Yeah, that's right. So uh, yeah, another good, tough night for Townsville tomorrow night as well. So uh, Just as I speak about stats, they are about to magically appear. So, Michelle, we will talk about those stats. And, uh, well, is a, a game that I honestly thought Townsville were going to win coming here tonight, but the Caps just once again went through the uh, went through, they rode the downs and their rebound is, as always, on top of the world. They go to Logan now, knowing that they've already got the first win of the weekend, they would be feeling extremely confident as they head to the first ever time they go to South East Queensland and... Uh, I'm not sure, is this the first ever South East Queensland Women's National Basketball League team? Um, or there was one years ago? There were, Brisbane had a team in. Okay. Um, Brisbane went out of the league probably in about 96, I think it was, that we lost Brisbane. From, so that was like your league. first year of coaching. That you missed was out my, on a, no, that was my last year of coaching. That was your last my year last of coaching. Because that was winter seasons too, winter so seasons, you got yeah. to go to Brisbane. It was nice. I can tell you, the <laughs> six o'clock flights out of Canberra were not fun. But, um, yeah. but like when you landed on the ground at... Uh, 
what, uh, eight or nine o'clock in 30 <laughs> degree heat. That you didn't nice. mind it so much then. That's right, that's right. That's please, Michelle. Yeah, look, leading all scorers for Canberra was Natalie Hurst. She knocked down 20 for the game. Abby Bishop, huge, huge game for her. 19 points, 15 boards. And uh, then, you know, Tolo chipping in with nine and uh, someone else. Eight points to Chantella Pereira, who gave some really good minutes. Both Tolo and Pereira gave good minutes. For the Seventeen game. minutes on the floor too. Yeah, so that's good and really important given that Bibby's out. So you, look, mm-hmm. you put Bibby into that rotation, and there, you know, I've talked to Graffy about, you know, sort of making a statement tonight that we are a team that are going to challenge for this championship, and you know, um, and that's obviously what she wants to do every year. <laughs> but there's certainly, you know, you can make some statements. One, one thing about Graffy, she's always good for a statement. She's always good for a statement, <laughs> but um, you know, so and look for. Rohani Cox, 22 points, led all scorers there. 14 to Lewis, who I was impressed with tonight. Mm. And uh, Jennifer Krauss with 10 and uh, 5 boards. And, you know, she really, her impact was uh, lessened as the game went on because she racked up some foul problems. And uh, uh, so, you know, and Bishop um, Bishop got angry at half time. I had a, a quick chat with her, which you will hear. And uh, she got a you know, Graffy rode her a little bit at the half time break and she responded pretty well. It so. got a gr- grumpy at bi- Bishop. Who was already on a well on a way? She was nine and seven, nine point seven rebounds at half time. Yeah, but you know, um, you know, Graffy said to her, "You're not hitting the glass hard enough for me, and you just got to." So she went out there, and she was a little bit peeved, and away you went. Whatever works, Craig. Yeah, I just always think back to Groundhog Day. Don't drive angry. Don't drive angry. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, and finally, your final thoughts, or do you have a few more stats? Oh, no, look, I think, you know, clearly the... Um, out-rebounded. The, the out-rebounded in the end, but I think I think the second half you'd find that Canberra actually out-rebounded Townsville, but, you know, clearly going to the lines 15 times for the game and, you know, uh, that makes a big difference when the other team's only going uh, to four. 1,200 people here tonight, yeah. according to the stats. I mean, it was a fairly good crowd, um, so, you know, well, I think as the junior games in the other courts finished, people started to flow in, so, uh, you know, good effort. But, I mean, my thoughts on the game was very impressed with Canberra. They stuck to their game plan and, uh, you know, they just wore Townsville down in the end. They mm-hmm. you know, they just played hard-nosed defence, disrupted them as much as they can and, and once they gained the momentum, they just were not going to let it go. Well, Michelle, a pleasure as always as we wrap up here from the Southern Cross Stadium. Thanks for joining us once again and we look forward to next week. It's Canberra versus Dandenong back out there at the AIS Arena and it's great to see they're putting the 201st game of sportradio.com.au out there at the arena because that'll fill it. That's right. Get out there and see us. (laughs) It should be a, a great game, in fact. But here... From Southern Cross Stadium, on behalf of Michelle Hockey, I'm Craig Ravel, wishing you a very good night, safe in the knowledge that the Capitals have won by 10 points, 71 to 61.